dirt, hearing something dirty come out of like, hey, I just delivered brownies for the bake sale. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> My husband's cock. You know, it's a <laughs> contrast. <laughs> what was the question? I feel like I'm getting in trouble. Just fucking say it, dog. Yeah, we're going. We're rolling. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> do you want to? I want to hear. No, no I'm saying you want to do Cheap sandwich. No, just, no, you just did it. You just did it. Now, yeah, that's actually going to be it. So go ahead. <laughs> so Friday, <clears throat> I texted the ex. Mm. Oh, fuck. You guys have to listen. Here we go. Y'all have to listen. Okay. He's probably going to get real mad at me for sharing this with the world, but whatever. Oh, we never met the ex, but <laughs> we've just, talked about him a bunch. He didn't like me. He's I got a guy. <laughs> he doesn't like podcast. I said, I've honestly been thinking about trying to date you again. Do you think we should try this weekend? I just let, I just like hang out and see if we can fall in love again. And he goes, But I you mean, were serious? He goes, I mean, I'm open to the conversation. I said, April Fool's fool. Oh my God. Damn. What Bree. a fucked up motherfucker. <laughs> what a perfect first impression. <laughs> Jesus he goes, Christ. He goes, That was fucking dirty. He goes, you're a bitch. That is so fucking funny, bro. (laughs) That is fucked up. That's fucked up. God, this guy's going to fucking hate us. I mean, I've never said anything bad about him, so... I've honestly said the one one, one thing I did... The one thing I did say about him is when he was... Like, he's an animal, dude. The guy was like uh, over at somebody else's house texting you at two different places. I'm like, this dude is just... yeah. Rocking out with his cock out, just cheating like crazy, man. And it, this is in the beginning. He wasn't of the bad, e- and he wasn't bad at it. And this is the beginning of the episode, so people are gonna listen. To yeah, people are gonna. It doesn't have to make be. it this far. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> people are gonna uh, at least make it this far. Amy Brown, what's up? Hi. How are you Hello. doing? Hello, I'm a bit well. How are you? Good. Good. Welcome to to Soup Sandwich. Welcome to Ackworth. Have you ever been to Ackworth before? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's all a blur OTP for me. That's right. Um, my life is just like a three-mile triangle, like the grocery store, the school, home, rinse and repeat, and then whatever clubs. I have gone out OTP to do brewery shows sure, and things like that, but I just follow my GPS, so I don't really know where I am. <laughs> so Amy's a comedian. We met her at Fetch, which is... An insane place to do comedy. It's People so probably think wild. we're so weird for the amount of comedians that, that we just meet from. at the dog park. People, yeah. they're, they're, it's really hard to picture what goes on at the dog park and why. But we they do them all the time. It's so weird. And why we've met so many people. I ran way. into Oaks the other day, actually. Really? At Big Sky. I heard he's got big plans for that for that place. Yeah. We were talking to. He's uh, in Hawaii right now. Yeah, we were talking about him uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, you were here for Dexter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What they got going on out there is cool. He's a cool dude. For the dog park? Yeah. Uh. It's um, it's wild as a performer to try to tell jokes while dogs are running around and humping <laughs> yeah, and yeah, barking. And it's a trip. It's fun, but it's definitely like, oh, you better have your set memorized and so you can be uh, thinking other things while you're like trying squirrel. to tell your jokes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you said you've been doing this for like four years. Yeah, four and a half. So you have... I mean, you're like a mom. You have, you have a husband. You mm-hmm. have a re- regular life, and you're like, "Fuck it, I'm going to do stand up comedy." Like a mom, right? No, she's a mom. <laughs> she, like, no, I, 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 like I, a mom. I just can't imagine that most female comedians 
don't go the route you did. Right. It's um, it's my midlife crisis activity, and I love I I love it. It's a meaty bone to chew on. It's it's filling a hole that had been there my whole life. I just didn't know what to do with it, and for the first twenty years of my Two life, in a row. that's it. Just gonna leave them there. Hole, and are we doing there. hole jokes? I think so. <laughs> okay. It was a hole and a meaty so. bone joke for sure. Absolutely. Yes. Top of the mind. I needed a yes. meaty bone it to was, fill my hole. It was. It, you, you, it was a loose, you, blown out hole from having the children. You did go. The O rings got blowed off it. That's How it. many kids do you have? I have two, oh. and they're teenage boys, and they don't need me anymore. I'm just there. Do for, they watch your comedy? Well, that's a great question. When you you Um, tell a highbrow pussy joke, what do they say about that? So they don't, I I don't let them watch. I don't post those on social media. I did have, um, my my older son's very good at computers. I had him put some subtitles on my cleaner jokes during the pandemic to post on the internet. But they're on YouTube. My jokes? Yes. Yes, but not all the really crazy ones. You haven't seen my really crazy ones. No, I've seen some YouTube (laughs) ones though. Yeah. yeah, they're a little, they're playfully dirty is my hashtag. <laughs> dirty, dirty. My husband's an atomic physicist. Yep. So I, and cool. I kind of did a lot of musical theater. So my comedy is like us being married together. We're complete opposites on every spectrum, mm-hmm. including the real, like the real spectrum spectrum where you're like, oh, how opaque are you? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's um, where I get a lot of my material from sure. and where I get my largest laughs from, I think. Um, seeing something dirty, hearing something dirty come out of like, hey, I just delivered brownies for the bake sale. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> My husband's cock. You know, it's a contrast. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the question? I feel like I'm getting in trouble. <laughs> no, you're not getting in trouble. Not at all. Okay. No. Oh, yeah. No. Getting into it. Oh, so I have two stories about um, getting into comedy midlife. Uh, the first one actually got published in Shout Out Atlanta was this article I wrote and it's somewhat true. I was on my sofa, spiral, like drinking a bunch. It was nighttime. The kids were in bed. I was drinking a bunch of Pinot Grigio because I'm a white lady from Buckhead <laughs> and eating cheese at crackers. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to die here. Like, I just saw my future like every night, the same thing. Like, routine. I've got routine. I've got to do something. And I was looking on my phone and I saw an advertisement for in- improv classes at the basement theater which is now closed, but I loved it. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to sign up for this. And I signed up my best friend too at the same time because it was like, might as well do it together with someone. And I loved improv and I did that for like a year. And then I, then I was like, I'm ready for the next step. And it's I, good practice, huh? It is good practice and it's good stage time. So my brother is doing right now. Yeah, and I've, I've seen some people that are like 20 year fucking lifers of improv and they're just so, they're so quick. quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit's crazy. And there's tropes you can take from improv uh, that are universal for comedy, like uh, something that's uh, happening in, in popular culture. If you bring that into what's happening in a scene, people lose their minds. Or like that's happening right now, and they applied it to the scene. Also, any sort of callback. If you call back something from earlier in the scene, people lose their mind, and that's the same thing with comedy. Um, so that's the like the kind of PG story I tell about why I got into it. The real story is that- imagine imagine my surprise when you said you had a lab or a retriever. Living, yeah. living in Buckhead. Jacob Pedia Gracia. Come here, lab retriever. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever. Sh- Labrador retriever. I check all the uptight white lady boxes. <laughs> what I do play you tennis. Drive? Definitely do. Drive I, have a Tahoe? A, I have a Tesla. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say either a Range Rover or a Tesla. That's what I was going with. Yeah. A Tahoe? That's Paulding County. No, lady. it's definitely not. That's Paulding County. Redneck Riviera no. car. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yes. 
Yeah, okay. There's more Tahoes yeah. in, in, in Paulding County. Than yeah, there's more 1998 ones. No, no mm-hmm. ones. No, no, there's so the, many there's of them. There's not a lot of $70,000 Nine, seven hills, Nine, seven hills and Tons Bentwater. of Tahoes, man. Tons of Tahoes. A lot of Tahoes. Tons of little white lady Tahoes. Or Cadillacs. Yeah. Like the SUV Cadillacs. But, they're all, but they're, they're all expensive <laughs> now, though, Bailey. Well, all, all, the cars, all, the all cars, cars are sorry. expensive. 70000 is not that much for a car anymore. But if you drive yes, into Buckhead, it's usually Tesla's, Range Rovers, Maseratis, Mercedes. A, a brand new SUV. Yeah, brand new, like 75% or 80% more of the cars are it's like... It's like when I used yeah, to drive... Like, 30,000. When I go party in Buckhead and I like valet my Honda, I'm like, park that shit next to the Maserati for me. Thank you. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. It, but it's been, that's been an ongoing joke for Paulding County people for years. Just the, the, the white lady that's going to soccer in a Tahoe, though. It's just, that's just what it was. Like but you have to... In Buckhead to do it, right? You have to have... Like a hundred and ten pound late, hundred and fifteen pound, real thin blonde woman mm-hmm. in the biggest SUV possible. Yep. Yeah, with the stickers on the back with like a little family the, stick figures. Nope. Oh. Or the peace sign. No, this thing. is what you do. You do your private school your child goes yeah. to, uh, and then if it's right. Westminster, my kid is you an honor all, student. You do all the stickers because it shows how many years you've been there. Because mm-hmm. they do it, they they layer them, and I think only Westminster people do that. Right, right. Y'all are getting the inside scoop. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You want to hear the real story about why I started? Doing yes. co- okay, so I was at a um, a party. The first one was a lie. This one's true. Well, this is like <laughs> this is like the precursor to that sofa moment. Um, I was at a party in Buckhead. I was like thirty nine years old, and I was there without my husband. It was like a birthday party for a friend, and we're on like they cleaned out the furniture in the living room. People are having fun. Like people are starting to dance, and a guy grabbed my ass. And I was like, oh, uh, like that hasn't happened in a while. Oh. <laughs> like, Hello. Like, I, I don't like I have a nice ring. Like I look married, you know, it's <laughs> Buckhead. Like I'm standing where my friend puts her Christmas tree. Usually I'm like, I didn't know I needed to be ready for that. And I, I let it go. I'm like, what? I got to step away. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I step away. I don't address it, which I should have addressed in retrospect. And then later that night, where everyone's out in the patio and we're all like shag dancing, and he asked me to shag dance, and I'm like, sure, that was probably an accident earlier. And then he was there cuppage. He was like, oh, so what an accident? Yeah. I was like, meh. and hot. <laughs> was it at least good looking? No, it's fucking okay. old people. Um, old people. Uh, so old it takes a while people. to make money. It takes a while to make money. Her um, husband is an atomic physicist. S- physicist. So I'm assuming he makes a little bit of money. He's, yeah. He does well. Um, yeah. That later we're out on the patio and he asked me to dance and his hand grazed my my breast and I felt it like a lot and I was like, oh shit. Both? Because he went all the way through. It, it was like we were, you know, one of those things where they were doing the swirly uh, okay. shag dancing, yeah, whatever. This dude's you know. a creep, man. Yeah, and <laughs> I, um, I freaked out. I started crying instead of like making a joke. Or whatever, I started cry- like crazy crying, nice. and I was like, "Uh oh, I'm having a meltdown." So I grab my purse, <laughs> I run to the car, and I start like hysterically crying. And I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" And it just bubbled up inside. I mean, like, oh, this is the time when I was a waitress, and the owner of the bar slapped my ass when I was going to deliver drinks. And the time when I was 21, and I was flying for the first time by myself, and I walked through first class, and a stranger pinched my butt, and I didn't. I turned around, I couldn't tell who it was. And I didn't yeah. say anything. So it was like a lifetime of being a woman and not knowing what to say. And so then not saying anything. 
and I was just like, I was like weeping, feeling very helpless, um, and letting myself down. Really, um, all of this could have been handled if I knew how to handle it. Sure. And I think part of it is my upbringing, being you know like a, a nice girl. You're supposed to not swear and smack people or whatever, or cause a scene, be the bitch at the party causing a scene. And I went to my therapist and we talked about it. And I went, I told my husband and he's like, if someone grabbed my ass, I would punch them in the face and I'd break their arm. I'm like, well, it must be nice to be a man and be able to be that strong and do that. Um, then when I was on the sofa, fast forward, drinking wine, eating Cheez-Its, I'm like, I need to learn to communicate better. I'm going to do improv. And then that has been a key to um, really healing a lot of this. Like now I feel like if I'm, I've been in a park with dogs running around trying like communicating through a microphone, like just getting faster with my brain and what I want to say. And also the best part about improv too, is you have to be honest. Like if you're on stage and your pants fall down, you have to be like, I'm on stage and my pants just fell down and then move from there. Cause you can't ignore it. The audience can see it. Gotcha. And so like, I should have said when that guy touched my hand, like your hands on my butt and you're not my husband. What are we going to do with that? Like I, there's so yeah. many different things I could say now because of the training I've gotten from improv and stand up. that we should set that up where that guy will do that again. So you can really, <laughs> so you can really get into him. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely or not. her husband's there too. At the same time, the guy doesn't know it's her husband. And then he punches him afterwards. So you make fun of him. I you can. beat him mentally yeah. and your husband beat him up uh, physically. We do not want to have a Chris Rock thing no, happening. No. no, my husband should not be punching that's, people. Do you think that's real? I think it is because he was yelling and then yeah. he was crying. Whose side are you on? Oh my gosh. Chris Rock. Same. Oh my gosh, he took a punch and kept riffing. I'm like, that guy yeah. has been through some some parts. So I mean, Will Smith so is Joey has a, has a, he says he doesn't think it's real, and I I honestly <clears throat> think it was real. But Joey's like, I don't think it's real because they show you what they want to show you because of lag and time. It's not really live. None of that's really really live. There's a beat, I'm sure. Right. So if they didn't want to show it to you, they didn't have to. So I th- he says he thinks it's it. It was. I, I, I'm terrible at researching things on no. the internet, but I felt like I saw things videoed with phones from people in the audience of Denzel Washington going and putting his arms around him and talking to him. And then Bradley Cooper did the same thing to t- not so. Chris Rock to um, <clears throat> Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, I think Tyler like, Perry did the same thing, supposedly. There's also slow mo's. He didn't punch him, he slapped him. He did. And also, right now, like, I was in between two. Like, first I thought it was real, then I thought it was fake. And then. Right now, Will Smith is, like, losing everything. Like, Netflix and a, another oh. company were in a bidding war to, like, do his life story. And mm. both of them backed out. So now he has nothing. Oh, Just for a slap? But Man, like, well, sucks. he also not- yelled at him. Like, he he totally had a... Okay, male menopause is a real thing. First yeah. of all, we need to address that. Will Smith, I bet 1,000%, is on some sort of hormones to make him continue to have muscles and get boners because he's going through midlife. Muscles and boners. Muscles and boners. <laughs> Because he's going through midlife, and I think it's bubbling up. If you've ever had um, a woman going through menopause and she has a meltdown, he basically had a hissy fit meltdown in front of everybody. Sure. So he's, think, he's showing people he doesn't know how to act right. I think that Jada has put him to the fucking ringer the past couple of years with all the shit that she's been doing. So I think that was building up. Do you think that was about So Jada? instead of going to cry in a car for Will Smith, he goes up on stage and smacks a comedian. That's so weird. I think he just went insane. 
I literally don't know. I mean, I love. I mean, she, and I love she has friends, put so him really through hard. shit. I mean, did she? She cheated yeah, she, on him with. She fucked like a, with one of her kids' friends, friends. and then she and was a out situation there. Shit. You guys have your finger in the pulse. She said <laughs> Tupac was like the love of her life, like all this stuff. Yeah, that was on the. That was on. That's been on the news. And he's though, like sitting the last, there crying. Like, and it's this has been the last five years, though, right? It's been a long. Like she's. I've read both sides of it. Like I mean, I read both sides of it where it's like he's been through so much, and then also like men. Like get shit on if they have emotions, like because like when he was crying, like girls were like pussy, like crying when he yourself. was giving getting a speech. No, crying when he um when pretty much stayed, he was sitting at the red table talk or whatever, oh. and they were like talking to him, and he was like crying when they were like she was like sorry I had a situation. Yeah, there's literally oh. there's memes about him, and like there's. Oh, so did you think he had this built-up idea in his mind that he needed to be a man, man right. perceived because by the he was world. laughing at the joke first, and then he looked over at his wife, and she was like, and then he was like, oh no, never mind. Yeah, then he went crazy. Well, yeah. see. Oh, well, I, male menopause. I'm gonna go back to that one. And then she was like, I, I hate. I, I don't think that he should lose a lot of shit for it. It's just I a slap, man. That's but not that's our what I'm saying. To make. That's those. If companies. I get up, yeah, no, right, for sure. If I get up right now and just slap her across the face, I mean. You're going to lose all your Netflix shows. Right. Like, <laughs> not Netflix. But I mean, she could call my, she could call the cops on me for assault. Of course. So could he. Chris Rock could have yeah, got him arrested. They, Supposedly um, at the Academy is like kicking him out. No, he um, resigned. So resigned because they wanted to kick him and out. They, I, they went to ask Chris if he, Chris, Chris Rock. Yeah. If he wanted to uh, file charges no. and he said no. And I think that's actually. Solid. Solid. So you're, yeah. That's what you're supposed to do if you're in entertainment. Don't do that. It's petty. Yeah, it I would mean, come across as to, like really. Yes. Did you see at the Grammys though? Everybody... It's a slap. He didn't. He didn't beat him until he fucking broke a bone or something. He slapped him, man. Get out of here. At work, and the guy in front of everyone. Here's what I would have done though. But it's Chris Rock. He's a comedian, right? He just gave him millions of dollars, and he doesn't have to sue him. Doesn't at all. What do you mean? He's gonna sell out all his stand up because people uh-huh. are gonna want. He's gonna do three and four more shows now. He already in every sold city. out all of yeah. Boston. He already Everyone sold out his side. But literally, yes, and they he opened hear, up. The they want to hear them talk okay. about it. He's not going to. Literally in Boston, he started his show with saying, "Thank you guys all for being here." But if the, y'all want to talk about this, I'm not talking about. I it. I read that article too. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. he got a standing ovation though. Yeah, sure. And then somebody yelled that. out, "Fuck Will Smith." He'll talk about it. I would talk. Somebody about yelled that. Not yet. out. Somebody I, yelled out, "Fuck Will Smith," and he was like, "No, no, no, don't do that. Like, stop." He stopped that. Then his brother is also a comedian. His like younger brother is a comedian. Went Tony on stage Rock. and he like went off. He was like, "Y'all don't know. Like he don't know who he's fucking with." There's like ten of us Rock brothers. He was like, "You're not even gonna know like who you're fucking with." I think it would take three. He's more mad about Chris it than Rock's Chris Rock from, is. Yeah. And then, both of them. And then at the Grammys, how far it's gone? At the Grammys, all the comedians and everybody were like making a joke about it. Like one guy was like, "Don't worry, we're gonna keep names out of our fucking mouths." Another comedian came up there with the helmet on. He goes, well, comedians have to wear these on stage now. Uh, so, Well, I need to sell tickets to my show on Wednesday night. So if you want to slap me, that'd be great. <laughs> it's at the Old Fourth Ward Distillery. Throw in. Got it's it. every other Wednesday. It's called Finely Crafted Cocktails and Comedy. Chink, chink. Chink, chink. <laughs> It's a so, great show. So you make that. So the thing at the the party happened. You went and took an improv. Oh yeah. You went and took an improv class. Mm-hmm. How long before you got on stage and did the stand up after improv? A year. So, yeah. so you did a full year. Yeah. The okay. first day I did a real set in front of an audience. My nephew was born, so I can keep that tr- track of that date easily. Um, it was 
it was like stepping into a, a, a warm bath. I was terrified. Have you seen those movies when um, a bomb exploded <laughs> and the people's ears? People's, what is it? I've never heard Stepping that analogy. Stepping into a warm so. bath. I was terrified. <laughs> but like, the, the, it felt good. But like, you know, when um, the a bomb explodes in, in a movie and you hit the the character hears ringing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I had. I'm like, I think people are laughing, but I can't hear anything because I'm in crisis. But at the same time, it felt familiar and comfortable. Yeah. Like, so it was that dichotomy. I'm now at the point where I'm like, I can be on stage. I can hear what's happening. <laughs> like, the, the, Walk around, enjoy it a little bit. Yeah, the yeah. Um, anxiety diarrhea stopped after a year. That's nice. <laughs> Weight loss, though, it's good. <laughs> it's good for not eating. Yeah, yeah, seriously. So, how many shows do you do a week? Um, an average, I'd say two. Like sometimes I have three, sometimes I have one. Does your husband come to the shows? So, so you don't want your kids I, to come? Yes, my husband is the best comedy Supporter. spouse. He has a a great laugh but he's also honest like he's not a fake laugher so like he's if very... you're not funny he does not laugh right it's do you know like the like mr darcy the character mr darcy from jane austen Mm-mm. um he's very like honorable and stoic and not like a chatty person that's my husband like <laughs> but when he giggles it's wonderful it's like so. you earned it Yes, and I, I um I did an hour long set in Fort Worth, Texas, in January, and he sat next to the camera, and I can hear him laughing at all Aww. the different jokes. And I'm like, I didn't know he liked that one. Like, <laughs> I was like, that's cool. Do you not practice on him? Like, do you not? No. Oh no, he's terrible at judging what's going to be funny. No, <laughs> that's a waste of time. <laughs> so you that's work a joke your, in itself. Right? Yeah, you work all your stuff out on stage. Um, I'll talk to friends. Like I'll make, I'll try to be cool. I'm like, I just, um, you know, bras, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and like pretend it's not a bit I'm working on. But my friends can tell now, and they'll actually. I've had friends, I have funny friends, and they'll give me tags and things like that. But mostly on stage, because you never know. Like you can make your friends laugh about something, but usually it's an inside joke. Right. Yeah. To get strangers to laugh at something, it has it's to like be you have to be there or something. Universal yeah. and there's a it, what. What's shocking to me about comedy is learning how much of um, we think we all are experiencing the same thing, but we really are not as like Americans and our country so big and we have all these little pockets of experience. So and then age. I've got a lot of jokes that are funny for people who are 40 years old and older that I have to take out of my set because no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> what um when you're um. How far do you want to go? Like, mm. what if, like, you couldn't go to the grocery store anymore? Oh my gosh, no, that's not. No one's. That, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So I like, I love. And I'm not saying that because yeah. that's crazy. That's that's like way far. But out like, there, but, what stand-up comedian is that famous? All of them, I think, live pretty normal lives. I mean, Ellen might be the, but she's also a talk show host. I, I like well, Kathleen. Rogan probably can't do it anymore. Um, really? Do you think people notice him? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to pick it up. Like, That's another bald guy. I mean, there's okay. like three million people watch him every episode on thing. But they're all they're spread across the world because that's it's right. not that's all in. But Austin. he sells out. He sells out. Uh, he he doesn't do the small ones anymore. He sells out like the huge venues. Yeah. Yeah. If I was walking by her in a grocery store right now, and I'd be like, I feel like she's a comedian. You would absolutely know who Joe Rogan is if you saw him though. I just know him from like all the other shit. That he can done. go out to restaurants though. He's not fucking Robert Downey Jr. But I think that that's because. But I think that's because of who Dave he Chappelle is. Out, and he I'll can, be like, he's gotten a really good handle on, on. Or it. Kevin Hart, I'd be like, please roast me. Kevin Hart or like The Rock is like that they're really real famous. Like you really, The Rock's not a comedian. I'm public. terrible at recognizing uh, celebrities. I should have said that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I like Kathleen Madigan. She's I like what she's done. Like, do you know her? Mm-mm. Yeah. Pull it Bailey up. Bailey looking at his phone. No, I'm um, sorry. <laughs> just keep You're boring him. Yeah, who? <laughs> Old people? Okay. Um, <laughs> let mommy and daddy talk. It's okay, yeah. sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> by, by the way, you said it before. You said that that's both your kids' names. Yes. Is Bailey and Cooper. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. It's, there she is. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. She's got a Netflix special. Yes. She travels. She does theaters. She's got a podcast called The Pubcast. I think she, she lives outside of Tennessee and has like a lake house and then travels. She's close with Louis Black. She does. She's been with him forever. And um, the guy ball. who does the tater salad joke, Ron White. Ron White they're yep. close. Um, but she she knows all the city. So my my youngest son leaves for college in three years. I'm gonna have a nervous breakdown. I so my goal is to have like and be good enough at comedy. I can at least feature at clubs, get out of the house, travel the world, see everything, experience some things. I'm ready now. I can make sure people don't touch my butt. I got all my words <laughs> locked and loaded. There you go. Um, that's my goal is to go have fun with it and i would love to this is this might be something that can't happen i would love to have an hour of clean material that is like not dorky that people like i don't feel like a dork saying sure. that people laugh at i love nate bragazzi he um he's clean he's completely clean yeah, mm-hmm. and he's so Gaff- gaffigan's pretty funny. clean so Gaffigan is harder for me to relate to because he does voices of mm. like he steps out of his he does like the audience right. reflecting on yes, him he does that right. less now than he did originally but he's also doing like the accent of the guy in Boston like mm. we got leaves here like he does all those voices he does and he stands real still but he's clean he is, he is clean yeah. um I right now the I get the hardest laughs though on my dirty material. Of course you do. And that, that's part of it here. Yeah. The journey of a comedy you start everyone starts pretty dirty and then they figure out how to write a joke and then it gets better from yeah. there. Um but then I could do shows during the day at women's organizations. Um it would be nice to have something to do during the day as well, um, besides traveling. You don't want to be an empty nester? Oh my gosh, I even don't like that word. <laughs> Empty nest. That sounds so sad because you can't. You go ahead and pick it up. I know you want to. Every, everything is falling off my chair right now because you That's said empty nester and I'm falling apart. <laughs> um, no, I'm sure it'll. No, I don't. I wanted to have children. I love my children. I have boys, so they're still nice to me. Do you think that they'll, like, I mean, because you said they're 14 and what? 16. So. It, you said they don't watch your stuff, which they probably have. They probably gone to watch it, but you know, in four years, five years, they go, they come to you. You're like, man, that is just too dirty for you to say. You're my mom. What are you gonna say? Oh, I mean, really, sweetheart? Because you used to bring, like, come into my room and wiggle your wiener around in a helicopter. That's what you say to me. <laughs> that's what they do to me. Like, we have a. I'd be surprised. I like I. So my comedy is playfully nerdy, playfully dirty. It's, yes, I've heard um, someone describe it as naughty. It's not, <laughs> it's not like really raunch. Like it's a little. Well, right. I do talk about come on the face. Um, <laughs> it's pretty dirty. Oh, right, it's making my armpit sweat just saying it. But uh, as a reactionary tale, like it's not like give me come on my face. I'm like you know. <laughs> What are we talking about? It. I'm like, well, I, I just, like, like we I have it. Okay, let me do the joke. Let me do the joke. Right, do okay. Um, so someone asked me, uh, this is true. I was getting, um, I gained weight during the pandemic and I had to get new dresses and I was getting them hemmed and the lady was hemming him. She goes, oh, you're pregnant, right? 
And I was like, oh my God, bitch, are you trying to fight me? <laughs> and I was like thinking about like, why are people still asking this? Uh, like, I think as I thought as a society, we decided to stop asking women if they're pregnant. Um, but I think, I think I figured out what we should say back as women. We should just be like, um, I'm not pregnant, but yeah. I completely understand why you would say that. I do look like I catch a lot of dick. You know, like, <laughs> my aura is just dick magnet. I can't help it. I can't. I do get offered a lot of seats, but it's not because of my baby bump. No, it's because I look like I've been pounded by a symphony of cocks and I just need to take a load off, you know? <laughs> well, more than one load, if you know what I mean. And then I wipe my face like it's covered in loads. And I'm like, do you know what I mean? Like, I asked the audience. I'm like, it's not laundry. Yeah. So how old do your kids have to be to hear that one? They can hear that one now. So, so they're fourteen and sixteen. They're one thousand percent watching porno. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. So I told them, you remember me telling the story on it was on Soup Sandwich or Burn Barrel like two or three weeks ago where my my wife walks down and it's us sitting by a fire, and this sixty five seven year old dude that's the 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 grandpa of this house that we're at. And he walks in, or Al, we're Sounds all like sitting a dream. And Allison, no, no, it's true. <laughs> Allison walks out. She's got one of those big North Face jackets on, the bubble jackets, right? And she walks in, and this, which this is my wife. And the guy goes, "When are you? When are you expecting?" You know? Oh, and you know, and she goes, "Well, I'm not ever wearing this jacket again." And walks <laughs> oh, yeah. inside, and walks inside. And I, I uh, looked at the dude after she walked in. I was like. Hey, uh, how old are you? And he was like, like sixty eight. I'm about to be sixty eight. I was like, well, you know, fucking damn well better. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to make that mistake one time in your life. Yeah. Hopefully, and that was your never first time. made it again. Never make it again. I've had that motherfucker's done it every year for their all his life. He hadn't learned. I don't know how any adults make that mistake because I learned that when I was like seven. Yeah. Like I saw I somebody in, make that mistake and I was like, I'm never yeah, doing I, that. that I did how, it in middle school. The <laughs> one time I did, I did it in middle school. Yeah. I asked a teacher that I didn't know if she was. When, when yeah. she was having a, a boy or a girl or something, the kid that she was fucking furious at me. And yeah. I never did it again. Seventh grade. Do you think about that? Like when you're trying to go to sleep at night, like, oh, I was a dick when I was seven. Like, do you think that? Or seventh no, grade? Seventh grade. Oh, I'm a dick now. Yeah. <laughs> so no, yeah. There was sure. literally... Is it in your shame wheel? Do you have a shame cycle you listen to? No, I don't have much of a shame cycle at all. I was all. a fucking asshole in middle school. That's for sure. Yeah, Aww. I mean, I'll tell you what. Then not I, the, my baby. My no, was. I was. <laughs> so I'll tell you this: the reason I'm asking those questions because I got a call from my wife uh, two or three weeks ago. I called Bailey and told him this, and said, and she said, so and so called me and said she watched your uh, your your podcast, and I go, oh fuck, you know. Mm. So I'm gonna have to have this conversation, and I'm not ashamed of anything that I've done on this podcast at all. But I say some crazy shit. And I've done some crazy shit. So let's go through this. And she goes, I'll go, why don't you just watch them all? I told you not to watch them because I don't want to have all these conversations that I don't, they don't need to have. But go ahead and watch them all. And she did. She watched them all. And she was like, meh. I don't think anything's bad about them. I'm like, all right, cool. We're done with that. <laughs> We're done with that conversation. Out of the yes. way. Yeah, yeah. She goes, actually, it was really funny. That's yeah. good. She said, I thought you were on there acting single. <laughs> That's <laughs> what she told me. She was like, she no, goes, I thought you were on there acting single like you didn't have a wife or something. like, no, I, I talk like, about you on the podcast constantly. <laughs> you know just can't now. say certain I things. Think part of it is um, to paint them in a good light. Like sure. to not, you don't want to shit on the people you love. And also if they're vulnerable about something, mm. you don't want to shit on that either. But there, if there's something that's kind of fair game that every, that is a, a constant throughout all couples or all boy children, I think you're allowed to call it out if they're okay with it I've yeah i also heard. have i also have two girls i have an 11 year old and eight year old and that's what she said she goes remember 
you have daughters and they're yeah. going to be listening to what you're saying. And I'm like, eh, I hope they don't listen my... to this episode. They, they listen. To... I feel bad no. for what I just said now. No, 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 <laughs> oh, no. It's cool. And I really talk however I want to talk in front of my kids even right now. So I'm, I'm going they're, that route. They're being raised with so much pornography. I, so much. Like I grew up in a dirt road in the country. I got, a, I got the magazines like on my, on my, on my counter still. I went, I go old <laughs> school. Like, this, is a, this is a magazine. How old are you? You know, <laughs> this is a magazine. You don't know what that is. But. Did you find a pile of pornos in the forest? I hear that's something that happens in the South. No, that's <laughs> funny. Tell me more yeah. about that. So, uh, multiple what sources. Have you been to? Multiple sources I've heard. Like men just walk around. They found like one found a pile of pornos like in a tree. What? In the forest. One found an abandoned car. It was like a pickup truck. And on the passenger side was a pile of pornos. Well, I believe that. What the, this is this is horseshit. Where are you hearing this? Uh, I'm just hearing it from like the other the other parents, the, the the adult parents. <laughs> walking through the woods. Oh, there's a stack of porn. Like when they're kids. Yeah, it's how the yeah. generation leaves it behind for the next one. That's how you. That's how you pay it forward. <laughs> right. When you're south of the Mason Dixon line. Well, I was just showing them what a magazine <laughs> was in general. Right. Blinks. They don't know what a magazine <laughs> is, so I was like, "This is a magazine." They yeah. just put a link They're in more. Group they're chat. more. Uh, they're like, "What is those? That shiny oh paper that." Yeah, I, yeah. I take a nap every yeah. afternoon, and I trained my children not to wake me up during the nap. Nice. And one time, my son ran into the to my, and woke me up. He's like, "Mom, Mom, someone, someone just dropped off this huge book on our front step. Like it was an emergency." And I was like, "What?" And I come downstairs. It was a phone book. Mm. I'm like, "Oh, sweetheart, it's a phone book." He's like, "A what?" I'm like, "You sit on this when you can't reach the table." That's, it. That's what you do. That's what you do. Or you need a lawyer. Yeah. You don't even have to open it for that. You just look on the spine. That's uh, yeah, true. Lawyer advertisement. Yeah. If you're getting 000. your lawyers from the advertisement on a phone book, you have more trouble than needing a lawyer. And that money, or that lawyer has a lot of money. I made it so much easier to prank call people with phone books. Mm-hmm. You just like run. Well, run not mean, you number. Google. Just Google. I know, but I'm saying like. Numbers. You have to like just type in random numbers now when phone book just. How often do you prank? It, do you prank call people still? Oh, we used to it. Me and my friend used to all the time. And then we'd sit late and watch the infomercials and like call. And I feel like so bad now. Like that's a part of my shame. Well, no, for sure. You've got to come in. Because like they really back wanted to, to sell call. those glasses. And me and my friend were like, we really want the tortoiseshell glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and how much are those? Okay, can we have five of those? And then like we get them all the way to them. And they're like, all right, what's your billing information? Click. Um, we got to do back to back prank calls and you just sit right there i'll sit right here we'll, oh my gosh. and we'll do them i did one the other day it I, was so awesome i would have to like bring different clothes to wear afterwards because i would sweat through all of them <laughs> really oh my gosh the shame <laughs> the anxiety because you're you feel sorry for what you're doing yes oh really yes i have a tremendous amount of am i doing the right thing like if i get pulled over by a police officer i start crying right away I'm like, did i break the rules oh my god that's just like manifest <laughs> drugs in your center console. Yes. You just gotta make it think that it's not manifest a prank call, drugs. and then they're like, "Oh, that guy was just an idiot." Do I smell like oh, weed? I could yeah. do like you see what I'm saying. Uh, you play someone who's having a psychotic break. Yes. That's maybe. I could maybe do that. I like the I, will of I, shame I, thing we were talking about earlier. If we could go around the table. And why like, do you like that? Because it's interesting to think about what keeps people up at night. Yeah. My, maybe not so much like terrible things that. Like we yeah. confess our sins here, but everybody yeah. tells something you're ashamed. My husband of. has my husband has a good one. <laughs> he was playing soccer outside of a, his, his family's his family didn't have the church they went to, and he kicked the soccer ball through the stained glass window, mm. and that's on his that's wheel. <laughs> so he was yeah. 
just playing soccer. It was an accident. Oh, I wouldn't even thought about that the next day. My parents. <laughs> my dad did that. <laughs> okay. I, know. I don't know what the definition of a serial killer is, mm. but <laughs> no, I have different. I have different things like I like uh, not being able to afford not work working a little harder because I'm not being able to afford something for my kids oh. or like grasping onto what I have so I don't lose it or, or, or my kids will have to grow up like dirt poor. Mm. That that That's what stresses do, me the fuck out. Do you have um, imprints of that from your childhood? I don't know. Going without and feeling... Mm-mm. Okay. No. I don't. I just remember people going like not and be like my other friends not being able to afford stuff and I was like I never want my kids to build up like oh you can't have that. And my parents were they were so cheap they wouldn't pay for shit that like at Six Flags the, the basketball that everybody had they were dribbling around like I buy my kids basketballs and everything that they want you know yeah go ahead go ahead your house is a disaster so they're gonna, they're gonna be a, my house is a disaster if you buy them all that bullshit no no uh, you don't know my wife she will throw it away as soon as I buy it yep mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like you guys have a system yes I used to do my dad or won me like that big ass tiger, like the one at I think we were yeah, at yeah. Uh, like one of the fairs, Epcot or something. Oh, we were, okay. like in Disney World or something. But uh, my dad was always that dad. My dad literally anything I pointed out, I wanted, I got. We're in yeah. the South. I have to double check. Was that a real tiger or hell no? <laughs> hell no! I wish it was. I actually wanted my uncle and my dad were playing like the game where like you throw a ball and you have to hit the target yeah. and then you get like the prize, whatever. And my uncle actually won it first, and he, my cousin knew that my favorite animal was a dolphin at the time, and he got this, like, fucking whale. Yeah, no, pretty much. (laughs) He got this, like, huge whale, and I really wanted that, and my cousin was just a bitch, and he still is. We're blocked on everything. Anyways, he won the whale, would not give it to me, and then my dad ended up winning, but the only thing, like, the only big-ass stuffed animal that was left was the big white tiger. And I was like, I'll take that. And I was like, maybe he'll trade me because a tiger is a lot more manly than this whale. Damn right it is. <laughs> and he was like, nope. And it was only because he knew I wanted his so bad he yeah. would not give it to me. I was like, you're such a little piece of no, shit. That's a serial killer. Real, real, he probably real is. Life. No he dated real. a girl. He literally just dated a girl for and she's been seven, disappeared for months. No. Incriminate this man on suit. No, <laughs> fuck him. He dated this girl for seven or eight years. They live together, have a dog together. Like you would think that an engagement is on the way or something. Literally just broke up with her. Started dating a new girl and is engaged to this new girl after oh. knowing her for three weeks. Oh, good for him. That sounds. And not he sold his car you know, to like buy her the ring. You know ring. when you know. Yeah, he found what he was looking for. <laughs> Sorry. No, real real life. Okay, that's so, psycho. So you're talking like you're like you're you buy all that shit. Your house is probably a wreck. You would think that, but on Christmas, the day after Christmas, my wife goes into the the basement. Get and the playroom tubs. with trash bags and goes, you didn't play with that much last year. Yeah. And fills up about three of these trash bags, throws yeah. them in the car, and takes them away. There's, um, so not, can I stir the turd a like little? That. Yes, um, for sure. So they, they, um, I've, I've read a lot of parenting books cause we don't want to fuck up our kids. Um, and one of the best, uh, ways to make sure your child's successful in the long term is that they have prolonged gratification and they learn to prolong their gratification to do hard work to get to something Mm. um so i was just thinking about like everything every toy they want you're like yeah get it put it in the car sure sure it's not the Uh, right thing i don't care (laughs) (laughs) 
They're in 25 hours a week of sports, so I hope that balances the other shit out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they work hard. Your kids work hard. Yeah. I was just I just wanted to stir the turd and no, see no, no, what no, you would say fine. when I said that. No, 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 no. I'm, I, look, I, I hope one thing balances the other, you know? I'm like, look, uh, I don't let them eat for two or three days, and then I feel a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, you want this lobster? Yeah. You know, so... <laughs> You know, I, I do, I do things just to balance the the, yeah. the whole spectrum out. I think that's probably the way that the reason I am the way that I am is because of my parents. Big shout out to them right now, but they made me work for it. Like I mean, every dollar like I work, like I've been by myself since I was like nineteen, mm-hmm. or working. So I make my own money. Everything is mine. I pay my own bills. But then, like, it's the gratification now that I'm like, I don't need them. Like, my brother, like, is still on their phone plan. Still, like, car insurance, like, shit like that. And he's 25. He has a good job now, so he's Mm -hmm. good. But, like, when I was 19, I was like, I just, like, don't know what that's like. But my brother was also the athlete of the family. So he was, like, full ride to college. Smart one. I was bartending at 19, and I'm still a bartender. So, but I'm, like, the value of a dollar to me, I'm like, I just can't, like, let it go. Mm-hmm. My brother doesn't know. Like, I'll go spend a hundred dollars for nothing. My brother's like, "How do you do that?" And I'm like, "Cause like I know what I'm making. I know what I'm saving. I know my bills that I have to pay." Mm-hmm. Well, did you you said well, like would you do Christmas <coughs> present? He like doesn't give them as good presents as you do. Oh yeah, like, my brother like, like didn't have money around Christmas time, and like we all thought he'd be in the MLB by this point. So we were like, "Oh, I'll get a new Range Rover." Because when he was 16, and he wrecked my car, like he was going to back it out of a driveway and we had like this tree on the left side and he was like looking to the right and was turning and killed the front part of my car Mm. he was like i'll pay you back when i make it to the mlb i'll buy you whatever car you want i'm like sweet and then he never made it to that mlb i'm like you still fucking owe me a range driver (laughs) did he go to college on this did he yeah he went to uga and then he transferred uh because he played baseball at uga and then he transferred to north greenville and then that's when COVID happened because he was going to go back oh. to UGA and get his degree, but then COVID happened and transfer. What's he majoring portals. in? Does he have any chances, or is it like it was marketing? Art. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was now was marketing. He's uh he does marketing for Porsche now, so mm. pretty well, badass. Maybe he can get you a Porsche. Yeah, maybe there's a chance. That's what I'm talking about. Art marketing. Mm. 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 Uh, I got my <laughs> degree. I got my degree Fine in communications. Yeah, so yeah, I I. I got a degree in economics, but I don't remember anything. All I remember is my musical theater classes. <laughs> I took a yeah. lot of those. So yeah, the market marketability. School. Did you hate it? Hate school. I was dyslexic. I had to work so hard. I had to work so hard at it. Oh, I could study yeah. all day long. I was and too. Still and I quit. Put, put a test in front of me, and I'm like, <laughs> I like just always second guess myself. My gut would tell me the answer is B, and then I'm like, maybe C. How, how did you meet your husband? Oh my gosh, thank you for asking. Um, so I was in college and um, I was dating this guy and he act- was at this, I went to a women's college. Hmm. I'm checking all of the white lady boxes, yeah. I promise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's in Virginia. And I was dating this guy at the, a school nearby who was going to Washington and Lee University. Do you think the boys will come over today? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we had a lot of socials. We had um, cocktails. We had tailgating, but not like at a football game, at like the races with the horses. It was mm, very like big hats. Sun hats, yeah, big pearls, hats. crown royal, <laughs> a lot of that. I know what that tastes like coming in and going out. <laughs> um, and he and I dated for like two years and then we broke up. But I had become friends with the guy who's now my husband and his twin brother and his twin brother's fiance. And to the point where I was in his twin brother's wedding and my husband was the best man. 
And I started to have a crush on him at the rehearsal dinner because he gave this really nice speech about welcoming his new sister-in-law into the family. And I was like, oh my God, Kenton has feelings. Because as a, he was studying physics, like they're kind of op- like square, opaque kind of folks, Mr. Darcy's. And I started to have a crush on him. And then of course I started acting like a total nerd just like not like <laughs> like with not knowing what to do. Oh, I thought you were like trying to be a scientist. You're like, oh. hey, did you hear about yeah. <laughs> just straight? <laughs> just read this article. Big bang yeah. theory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just read something real quick. It's like, hey, did you know that uh, the electron accelerator? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. No, I can't. That's like, I can't even play in that water. <laughs> and um, the bride threw like at the reception. The bride threw the bouquet. It landed on the floor. I don't know what that means. People were like, like no, no one wants to get married. Um, and it blew up. The, the bouquet blew up and there was flowers everywhere. And I, in my heart, I'm like, this is bad. Let me pick up these flowers. I pick them up and I was making like a little small bouquet of it. And my, my now mother-in-law comes over, wraps her hands around my hands, holding the bouquet and looks at me and she goes, is there anyone here you're thinking of marrying? <laughs> And I shit my pants. I'm like, wait, what? Like, how does she? Can she tell? Can she tell I'm like being weird around her son? Can she? Yeah. She knows. It was so weird, and I freaked out. I'm like, no, I've been thinking a lot about my career lately. (laughs) 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 So Uh, then she must have figured out I was squirrely for a reason, and then she told her husband to invite me to come visit their son, who I'm now married to, for um, the Fourth of July. And what a fucking matchmaker! Yeah, were they were they were they, were they the type of uh, parents to let y'all stay in the same room? Oh hell no! Upstairs, no. Hell no. My parents would. Their parents would not. Yeah, you know those parents that are like, yeah, just go up in there and fuck up there. Was he already? <laughs> a, yeah, <laughs> like that's that room. Yeah. <laughs> was he already a fucking full blown whatever? What did Physicist. So he was in a senior year. He had just graduated with his like physics undergraduate degree, but to be a physicist, you have to go to school forever. So he's about mm. to go to grad school forever. Yeah. It's he so different with boys and girls. Like my dad, like I had to keep the door open. Could not have boys in my room. Not even like upstairs. My brother, on the other hand, you like has his girlfriend upstairs. Door can be shut. He was like, "It's different." You're it my was, daughter. It was I'm the like, opposite at my house. So weird. Because my mother worked in family court, and so she was like, "You don't like you be safe. You can have sex. Don't make a baby. Know right. what you're getting make into. Make sure you get pregnant by a rich guy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was lesson number two. No. <laughs> Yeah, so I have an arranged. I, Don't I arranged ever swallow marriage. unless you love them. That's pretty cool, though. It was fun. It's it's wild, and because we were twenty three, I was twenty three when I got married, which is insane. That's young. That Very. is so young. You don't know who yeah. you are. Your brain's not developed all the way. And we've actually almost been divorced three times in the last twenty two years. Um, but we've always gone to counseling, come back to each other as the new people. We we're like the next level of person we're yeah. ready to be, and it's gets stronger it gets more we're more in love it's more real it's it's gets better it's fascinating to me i think comedy helps your marriage out probably because you get all the frustration out on the stage well um do you think it's been better because of that it's so much better just because i'm such an extrovert and my husband can only take so much of me ear fucking him okay (laughs) (laughs) he needs he needs a break bless his heart and he's like yes go you're gonna be happier when you come back yeah Tell uh tell us uh the the rest of like the month you got out of it. is it just in Atlanta or are you gonna oh, be like uh, um, in different I just states got into or? the so I've been doing the World Series of Comedy have you heard of this mm, We've yep you have okay yep. um so I just I did Ohio 
P.S. The whole state. The whole state knows two cities in Ohio. I can't remember the name of the first city. The second one was Youngstown. They're small cities. Mm. Um, but I have my heart is exploding for Ohio because they like dirty humor there. And sure. so I killed. It was so nice. I came back to Atlanta, got into the one at the punchline. And it was the second show, but I was number two on the second show. Same set that actually won one of them, like one of the rounds tanked at the punchline and i'm like oh i miss you ohio (laughs) (laughs) so honey pack the bags moving to ohio (laughs) moving to cleveland there's a musical why like why oh why oh why oh why did i ever leave ohio there's a song sorry musical theater (laughs) musical i don't know same Mm. pretty sure there's a university of miami in ohio there's definitely yeah that's a good Mm -hmm. school actually or it was 25 years ago the city is miami miami ohio pretty weird yeah, it is weird. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, so yeah, I got into the one in Las Vegas, but I don't know if I'm going to go. Um, I have a show and on Wednesday night, the uh, Old Fourth Ward Distillery. I have another show in um, Sandy Spring mm-hmm. at Dance It Off Dance Studio, Friday, April 20-something. When you're back there talking to the other comics that are like, you know, like struggling, like, hey... You know, I, I I don't have enough money to do this. Do this? Do you look at him like my husband's rich? Yeah. Well, I try do you, like, not to rub it right in their face. Yeah, that sounds like me. Just do you <laughs> yeah. want to ride in my Tesla, sweetheart? <laughs> yeah, that's too that bad. Has I some have butterfly doors. <laughs> <laughs> that's too bad go- for you. I'm going to get a steak and add the shrimp on the side while I live here. Yeah. Please don't that's touch just... the handles. I'll just do the butterfly doors for yeah. you. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get your poor hands on the handles. You're a They're peasant. Sticky. <laughs> uh, it, it, but it is. It's a different. You're in a different and place. I'm in a completely different place. My heart goes out to them because you get paid $20 to do a set. You, you can't make a living off of that. You certainly don't have health insurance. Passion. You can't have a family Mm-mm. unless you have a, a spouse. Barely buys who, you one bottle of Pinot Grigio. Huh? Oh, my gosh. Tell me about it. It's tough. Uh, yeah. So you have to <laughs> Depends like, on what Pinot you know, you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you know the little bottles at the uh, gas station. Yeah. yeah. A little four-pack. Barefoot, I think it is. Yeah, that's is. what you oh. want. That sounds like a hangover. <laughs> it is. Um, I I think if you want to be a comedian, you have to um, find a spouse that is into something very stable with health insurance. Physics. And they don't feel like sad about not seeing you a lot because maybe they're in the lab a lot or whatever. Mm. And do it that way or have another job during the day until you really can make money at it. But they're getting like they're going through real life, which helps their their comedy it's just different mm-hmm. different different space right mm-hmm. or they don't have a spouse or a boyfriend or a girlfriend right i don't think i could have done this when i was 23 i don't think i had seen enough yet no and you couldn't even slap somebody for grabbing your ass so yeah right i was yeah. not as bold perhaps. a lot of dudes had to grope you for you to get on the stage <laughs> and do your comedy I do you have tiktok or anything i do have tiktok amy brown comedy on tiktok <laughs> instagram facebook twitter uh, and only fans no. I, lo- I love how you said like this is the difference between like my my age group and um and y'all's age groups because when she doesn't talk to somebody anymore she's like we don't i just like we don't talk anymore like bad falling out or whatever you're like uh he's blocked on everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> i noticed that too and i'm like oh yeah i guess you could do it like that yeah. my own family <laughs> yeah, he's blocked on everything mm-hmm. life i, I blocked him on life in i n in real IRL. Uh, I'm really good at letters. IRL. <laughs> Anything else? We got it? We got it covered? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Amy Brown comedy. Amy Brown comedy. That's yep. it. Hashtag nerdy dirty. Nerdy ABC. dirty. ABC. ABC. Yep. It's pretty cool. See you. It was nice to see you all. Yeah. It was how do we get? How do we get a hold of you? If somebody wants to book you for one of those those I women's have, entrepreneurs, are you ready for this shit? Yes, I um, do. This is the best part about being an adult and going into comedy. I'm <laughs> like, I've I already was an interior designer for 20 years, so I'm like, oh, this is how you make a website. Like, I have a website. I hired marketing people. I've like so Amy Brown Comedy is my website. You can go to Instagram. I have a link tree. You can sign on for my online sign up for my online updates, which is a seasonal email I send. Get notifications. And it's not <laughs> spammy. I'm I hate writing in English so or any language. And so it's once a season and it's um, what shows are coming up. And then also what I'm watching on comedy, because I'm a comedy fan too. What's come out, what specials, what podcasts I find funny. Did you guys do you guys watch South Park? Sure. Okay, did you, are you are you watching the twenty fifth season? Because they have an episode on teenagers and it is Chef's awesome. kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I'm watching the stand-ups it. on Netflix right now, and it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just like it's like because a yet, bunch yeah. of comedians, and they just like mm-hmm. do like each episode is a new comedian. They do like 25 minutes. Yeah. It's like a, a kind of a, a showcase. There's also you guys do epics now. It's an app, or epics is actually a channel. If some people have it, they have unprotected sets, which is in their third season, and it's also a showcase show where they're presenting up and coming comics. Um, some of them have been around for a long time, and it's just they haven't gotten famous yet. Sure. So it's really fun to go through and see when a comic comes on stage, how are they presenting themselves to the sure. world? Because they have to separate themselves from all the other comics that came on that day, or people saw on youtube that day what make what sets them apart and then what their comedy's like that's on epic Ep- epics e-p-i-x and yep. wanda sykes yep. is the producer of that nice she's funny as shit mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah she's funny as fuck they're, cool. do- they're doing a good job with uh, diversity on that show like different kinds of comic stylings and representation i mean that's a full streaming platform though epics, epics. yeah yeah so you can have it as an app or if you like have that package Matt. on cable are these old words yes okay yes. <laughs> she's like what she's it's even a channel <laughs> but actually it's not a channel it's an app is it not a channel i don't think so i think it is because Epics you can be like is. it's like hbo yeah okay that's an it app. was an app before there's though. an hbo app yeah yeah but on yeah. Podcast, Smart TV. TV. it was a channel before before it's anything an was no. an app there was epics yeah like there was uh, disney channel the and now as... there's a disney app Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it plus. Yeah, plus. We're, not that. Plus. <laughs> We're younger than you. We ah, I'll see y'all. Oh, bye. bye. <laughs> that was fun. All of the nuts, all of the guac, all of the pesos, all of the pollo, all of the nuts, all of the guac, all of the pesos, all of the pollo, all of the money, 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 all of the money. All of the money.